What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. Today, I want to talk about one of the biggest, most recognizable companies in guitar and gear world. I'm talking about the boss. That's boss, boss pedals. Um, and I was just, you know, looking around at the news, which is going on about boss at the moment, which um, you've probably seen. I'm going to go on and talk about it. And I was just thinking about, meh, what do I think of that? For some reason, it was just sticking in my mind. What do I think of that? And for some reason, I just kept circling back to it. And it got me thinking in a way about Boss, which I sometimes kind of thought about before, but never really clearly. And then it kind of hit me today that I think Boss are one of the cleverest, most interesting guys, companies out there doing stuff in guitar world right now and I think it's actually incredibly future focused and forward thinking in a way that you just don't recognize when you first see it take for example the thing that sparked this whole train of thought for me doesn't seem particularly forward thinking or future focused when you first look at it it's what they're in the news for right now that they've released the pre-orders um well, they're available for pre-order. They've opened the pre-orders for the new Tone Bender pedals. This is the Boss TB2W, um, and it's based, or it's a interpretation of, based on the legendary Tone Bender Mark II pedal, one of those first fuzz pedals back in the mid-60s, uh, really had a massive impact on the sound of uh, music then in the mid 60s directly that pedal being used on a huge number of records because that was the way to get this fuzz sound that became the new sound and then of course that took off and inspired a whole generation of distorted fuzz overdriven sounds throughout the 60s and into the 70s um, and obviously then beyond up until the present day but very directly uh, inspired well still actually to the present day very directly inspires things but massively changed the direction of music and massively changed the actual sound of specific a ton of specific music a kind of whole good few years of music specifically at that time which then went on to spawn everything else um very important and this is not just like a boss clone or something um it's an interesting pedal because it's actually working with the 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 kind of yeah basically working with the people who actually made that originally or descendants of them and um it, yeah it's a collaboration with solar sound the the company that was formed around building the the tone bender back in the day um this is a really interesting pedal from boss they put a lot of effort into teasing it teasing the release of it they released some yeah little like teaser things that got everyone guessing what the pedal would be saying it was from a very special came up and up and up um it's not just released it's on pre-orders it's 350 dollars which when you're used to boss pedals being like you know not just not at boutique prices you're used to them being at this very reasonable price for what boss pedals deliver um you know you could pick up uh, your first overdrive pedal would be a boss for so many of us because uh, you could pick them up for 60, 70, 80, 90 bucks. And that's where a huge amount of their pedals sit. And they're not just fine or fine for the price. They're excellent pedals regardless of price. So the fact they're at that price has made them so appealing. So a massive departure there. Um, it's a very limited run. And part of the reason it's a limited run is because it features these, it features uh, rare germanium transistors in it. Um, 
I don't know how specifically special these ones are, but yeah, you know, germanium transistors are difficult to get a hold of it, um, to, to an extent greater than many other parts and elements that go into building pedals. And so in terms of this being a more closely matched recreation of or version of the tone bender or tone bender style pedal, this is going to get a lot closer than a lot of things. And obviously Boss with its big reach has managed to source some very appropriate parts apparently that are very rare difficult to get um as germanium transistors tend to be and yep um that's a lot of the reason why there's not very many of them there's a very small number available for the pre-order and perhaps also why it's such a high price now the higher price of boss pedals we've seen a little bit because this this is actually part of the wazacraft series hence the w at the end of the name and um you know the wazacraft series is like boss's version of more kind of you know slightly higher end version of the pedals what it usually means is they release a version of the pedal like a blues driver or something um and in the case of the blues driver it has all of the sound and stuff a blues driver has and then it has um some extra elements added to it and that are kind of switchable so you've got a couple more controls that bring in more sounds that kind of give you more options and maybe uh in having more switching options kind of give some of the kind of versatility and greater yeah kind of tweakability that um you know boutique pedals and things like that are really nailing and so it's a kind of special uh, higher end in a way version of it um i know that there's a wazacraft version of the boss tuner and the idea with that is that it's um you can like switch the buffer on and off um basically on that you know so you could if you have it at the front of a longer chain you've got that buffer on but if you want like a true bypass kind of sound if that's a big thing for you you can you got that switchable on there you know they've been doing this thing for a little while um now there's a bunch of things that interested me about this and like i said i didn't really know how i feel about it it doesn't interest me in terms of buying it i've not got no interest in in terms of buying it um i don't think the sound of it from some of the little samples and things from the stuff that's been released about this is crazy different to me um you know than what's out there i mean it's a classic sound it's been replicated by a lot of people i don't think this this necessarily sounds super crazy different it sounds really good uh to my it does not sound like something that's totally revolutionary and then they're gonna go and spend hundreds, hundreds of dollars on personally for myself um uh you know and it's not like the sound that i've always wanted or always need if it is for someone else then like this nails it but uh it's not something which i've always felt like i need to get that kind of um old school kind of og fuss sound i uh it's super cool but i just don't feel like day to day <laughs> like i need that um i mean no one needs it but you know what i mean i've never really felt the massive urge um but if you have man this this seems like a cool option i think let's be honest the reason these pre-orders have just been snapped up so fast is you know largely to do with this is going to become a collector's thing i've already had people make seen people making jokes about how these are going to be on ebay for and reverb for triple the price uh as soon as they've come out or whatever i don't know um you know i hope not that's a cynical thing i i hope not um but you know regardless of what people think they're doing of it people are getting it i think i'm sure a lot of people are jumping on with it not just because they kind of like the sound of the idea but um you know it's a cool collector's piece it will hold its value in that way but also just it's a cool collector's piece if you're a guitar nerd if you're a nerd for this particular type of thing and and, and you love geeking out about the old fuzzes and stuff this is a very cool thing to have a, the big classic pedal company boss then sort of tend to that need which is something that you wouldn't usually associate with this kind of 
uh, vintage accurate recreations um, working in collaboration with the people um, associated to the original very very cool project and it's got a unique element to it and it's obviously in a limited number so all of that makes it a cool thing on the other side of course you've got people going 350 bucks for a boss pedal i mean it's in the same you know standard compact enclosure of boss pedals and so there's a lot of people just we've got that in our head that that's something that costs like you know maybe a hundred bucks ish maybe a little less sometimes a little bit more other times and and that's where you're at and so uh, i think it's a hard thing to swallow for some people to look at this thing and be like 350 bucks for one of these uh boss compact pedals that seems crazy um to a lot of people um and it's interesting to watch the way that this product has been brought about um almost kind of boss understanding and predicting that that putting something out that looks very much exactly like a boss pedal um would be you know kind of hard for some people to swallow with it being more expensive and in a limited number and they put a lot of effort like i said into teasing it building hype but they've also put a lot of effort into telling the story behind it putting this very much in association to the history putting this into the kind of family personal story of the development of the original tone bender and the tone bender mark ii and that historical story the historical importance of that and connecting this pedal and this um directly to it but it's not just the pedal it's it's about the the uh, process they've been doing a lot of work telling the story of the process of how this even came about and why that story is important and just telling that story for its own sake as well and not focusing so much on the actual pedal itself as such but focusing on the story historically and the story present day of how it got created um and how this came to be in this collaboration um they've been doing that through these little like 10 minute this little series of documentary style um films uh on the boss channel which i can link to um on youtube which is you know very professionally done and everything you should expect uh telling the story of the original tone benders and then telling the story of how this got brought about definitely putting an enormous amount of effort in to that side of things and recognizing that if they're going to uh kind of do this and they can't just say like hey it's kind of like a boutique boss that might have worked for the Wazacraft to be like this is like our slightly higher end range of things but um they realized that for this with it being an extra level above in terms of cost and in terms of the strangeness of it being so limited and pre-orders and all that and they put a huge amount of effort into making it stand out and um yeah essentially realizing that we need to make this a story we need to make this uh, a project we need to make this an interesting event an occasion uh, um, and process and not just a cool pedal that's not going to cut it from us um you know if you're some kind of genius like regarded as a genius boutique guy who makes these super rare pedals one at a time in his garage and they're super lusted after by players and stuff you can just put that out there and put your name on it and once you've got that reputation of course you can sling that pedal for 350 bucks when you've got a reputation as this uh big pedal behemoth or whatever and um you're used to mass producing these things hitting that really nice competitive price point that means it's available to so many players uh, and that's why it's across so many boards because it gives you great awesome options and tones at those at those price points uh, in a nice familiar easy to use package when that's your reputation you can't just go hey this one's more expensive because of the fact that the germanium transistors are hard to source it's them recognizing that they don't have the 
whether you want to call it boutique or whatever, they don't have the attachment of some kind of storage history in that sense. So they've had to create that entirely um, kind of a new in a very different way to they usually approach uh, showing you product all around this single project. Um, that's been a really interesting thing to watch. And what I started to realize, and I think this is why it was catching in my mind, what I started to realize as I was thinking about it, I was thinking, why am I looking at this tone bender thing over and over again, kind of thinking there's something interesting here, like it's a cool thing, but you know, you guys are probably listening to this thinking like there's nothing I've said here that's really that crazy or sounds super different from what a lot of other companies in guitar world and in other places will be doing. So why is that so interesting? Why does that say something about uh, what Boss is doing at the moment that's interesting? And yeah, I was kind of thinking the same. I was like, why am I being drawn to this? It's not that interesting a story for me personally, really. Um, the movies are cool. The little videos they did, the documentary things, telling the story, like interesting stuff in there. It's it's, it's marketing. <laughs> but, you know, there's cool stuff to kind of get the story, the tone bender uh, in there. And that's cool. And I know that I'm not going to buy this thing. So I don't mind it being kind of packaged as marketing. It's just kind of cool to look into. But I think the reason what started to become clear to me is I started to realize that the reason this was kind of getting stuck in my head was this is not actually out of the pattern of what Boss has been doing for a few years now. And this project and the way they presented everything I've just said about how it's so focused on kind of almost the story back in the 60s of the original Tone Bender and the story of this collaboration project to create this new pedal how it's more focused on those stories and how those stories are kind of one story and well they're not really but actually kind of convincing as they are in a way if you like meshing these stories together um uh to to kind of weave this little narrative of theirs um now there's almost way more focus on that than the actual thing itself uh, a little bit of that can also be because it's a classic pedal so a little bit of it's like well you know what this sounds like rather than like hey what does this new boss pedal do? you know the usual marketing would be like what does this new product do it does this here are the features here's exactly what we built it for here's a great thing you can do with it um you know if you're doing a classic recreation the kind of slight idea is you can be like you guys know what this is this is amazing we've made it um that ties nicely into the fact that they haven't needed to concentrate too much on the product but really the the aim in a positive sense of what they are focusing on is is about all of this story and everything all of this stuff which does sound like i said very different to boss compact pedals around 100 bucks simple as you like you know what you're getting the familiarity is part of it is actually to me a part of what they have been doing within a pattern of what they've been doing for a good few years now actually um when they brought out the Wazacraft stuff I heard someone saying really interestingly that they'd been consulting with Boss and they kind of helped them develop this idea um of the Wazacraft line and the kind of idea was that Boss were were kind of feeling well what's what is it going forward our pedals are still really popular we have a really solid brand it's not like we're on the decline but and this is going a little further than what I heard this person say at this point, but it was almost like they recognized that you cannot rest on those laurels, which a lot of companies don't. A lot of companies feel like, you know, everything's great. We're in a great position, selling loads of pedals. People like the pedals, have a good reputation. That's great. It's almost like they realized, though, that if they just sat with how much the pedal, you know, world and guitar world is evolving, if they just sat in that place, 
that would become less and less of a big, prominent, important statement part of guitar gear world and would over time just become whittled down to more and more of a niche you know boss pedals would sit in that niche of oh they make those all the different colors they kind of look like skittles or something that's fun the little compact pedals that's what they do and it would become more and more just one thing amongst many 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 rather than the guys on the scene who can do all this different stuff who 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 uh, can appeal to all these different players as players would diversify in their gear needs and, and more companies would come in to fill that it was almost kind of like boss were realizing things are good just now but if we just sit in this place as the people who make these kind of pedals and that's what we're known for basically only known for um those will even if they stay reasonably popular as the market changes will just become less and less significant even if the pedals are still highly regarded and you know it was almost like they looked forward and said things are great right now but we can't just sit still and we shouldn't just let ourselves become defined as the people who just make that line of kind of pedals that really should be one big important thing that we do but we should be looking to service the ever-growing and evolving needs of musicians to keep the level of relevance we have now because the people who grew up seeing us in every single music shop and everywhere that will just gradually decline if we don't stay prominent in more ways it's kind of almost like it sounded like they'd come to that realization which is extremely sharp and clever actually um of forward thinking uh when you're doing that well to have the presence of mind to be like this won't be enough as we go forward and now is the time to begin thinking about what more we need to be doing um and the wisercraft line was kind of based upon conversations with people who said uh, it's great the boss of this kind of like every man kind of pedal and kind of like every person can get them and it's kind of like you know not not bog standard as in average but and and not gold standards as in boutique but it's almost like and this is a positive thing not negative almost like the standard not standard as in average but just the standard like these are great pedals if you've got them great um and they're super recognizable and super ubiquitous and that's awesome um and people almost talk about boss and saying that's a good thing to have and you don't need to lose that but when a lot of people were growing up kind of in the 80s and in 90s and early 2000s a lot of people saw bosses a bit beyond that like even though some of them were affordable when you were growing up and stuff these were the pedals that like you know joe satriani and like a lot of big players were using and these were kind of like it wasn't boutique so you wouldn't go after that but these were kind of like the pro pedals um you don't want them when they're sitting at this more standard place to become, you know, to slip into the negative meaning of standard or the not so positive meaning. You don't want these to kind of just over time become like the average ones like that. Oh, that'll do. Um, and some people were sort of saying, you know, that excitement idea of it being the kind of pro pedal and it's in every music store and you kind of want it, but it being the pro pedal meant that it was kind of sitting there as like that was the pedal version of like Marshall's and gibson slash fender it was like those were the things that pros were using and um there was that slight even if the price wasn't different uh and, and boss pedals of course pedals more accessible to get to money wise you know it was still sort of that was an aspirational product slightly in a way at least because it had that excitement level and the wazercraft idea was almost like keeping their 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 kind of accessible standard line but having this thing which is like a bit more of that pro level going to some of the pro level needs of uh, players and and that's why you got the extra switching options on the wazercraft things as well um 
that's a, a big risk in stepping in a new direction. And a lot of people without that context were going like, why are they making these pedals? Everyone loves the boss ones. And why are they making these like slightly different ones with this odd name that are like way more expensive? That doesn't seem, that seems counter to what they are. But I think it was them getting ahead of the curve of their own kind of evolution um, that, w- that would be required at some point that we would be calling for and getting there already kind of. And that was why some of the, the response was a bit confused. It was like, do did we need that? Did we ask for it? It was kind of like preemptive from boss. Like no one's asking for this now, but we do need to step in these new directions. Same with the amps providing the katanas was obviously really, they did a lot of very clever stuff with the katanas, but doing then the like katana artist and all of the next tone stuff, which basically went to this thing of like suddenly with no one asking for it, it's like here, we're going to try and sell you a solid state amp aimed at pros for like eight nine hundred bucks um you know and they've you know the newest developments they've done of it which a lot of people said and i talked about as well looking kind of boutique with the kind of two completely independent channels on the new um kind of solid state amps from boss um it's really like trying to present themselves um as a company that is evolving into more spaces and occupying a higher end space um, than simply their standard, uh, really easy to access, famous range. Um, they did it with the Wazacraft as well. They did an amp. They did this crazy Wazacraft amp, which took the kind of Roland Cube thing where you swap out the the kind of the the they look like tubes, but they're basically like little character circuit things which you pop into the Roland blues cube and it would like you know change the character and feel of the amp they had that kind of with the wisercraft these little tube looking things you plug it in but the wisercraft with this was this massive powerful insanely expensive thing and it was almost like a concept car is what it reminded me of and the fact that you could plug these things you plug this one it sounds like steve vi plug this one it sounds like whoever you know it would like be a kind of tone capture thing that you'd plug these tube looking things into the back of the amp and it would like change the character of the amp to be like that person's tone crazy looking Wazacraft pedals had just come out so there was no kind of establishment of that being what it is like I said a lot of people still didn't really know what is Wazacraft at that point came out about the same time very confusing again not something that someone asked for and I believe as I understand it they made and sent out to people very limited very small number of of the Wazacraft amp and it really reminded me in all those ways of a concept car and a concept car being kind of a stamp a mark it's not about we're making we're producing this product in order to sell and turn a profit on it and whatever it was purely about establishing what wisecraft was specifically but also really felt like boss in this line this kind of pattern that i'm talking about putting a stamp out there and saying very clearly even if it kind of confused people even if it felt very out of nowhere which i think it did both of those things for a lot of us really saying we are not just the company of this of course, we are going to still keep providing this standard line of great kind of everyman pedals or whatever you want to call them, the classic great go-to pedals. We do that and we're we're so proud and happy to be part of that or whatever, but we are the innovating forward-thinking company. We're a much more flexible brand than that. And it was almost like giving themselves room to breathe by putting this stamp out there and saying, we will surprise you, we will innovate, and we will bring out things that are absolutely pro-level, 
we that are boutique challenging um and that are very much forward thinking and in that way uh it was very forward thinking of them not just in terms of product development really but because you know tone bender they're literally going backwards they're making <laughs> making recreating something from the 60s how is that so for first of all that's something we do literally all the time in the guitar industry so it's not very forward thinking in that way and also it's literally thinking about the past um so so how's that but if you that's the kind of weird irony of this is this is actually in going back and remaking something from the mid 60s it's kind of a demonstration of bosses forward thinking nature in that they seem to be very concerned right now with re-establishing even though they did not go through a bad period it wasn't like gibson after all their woes of 2018 he needed to re-establish who they were in a way it's almost like boss re-establishing preemptively their brand to make sure it doesn't become kind of stilted and stuck and kind of unmoving they want to almost put these stamps these big marks even if they don't themselves turn a profit or be very popular to say that they are creating at these higher levels creating at these professional levels and creating with an eye on what the future and developing needs of musicians are and that they are doing that in a kind of fluid and yeah flexible way that means they are a brand of many things going forward and not just pigeonholed in this space even if it's a really positive kind of way to be pigeonholed right now or really thing to be pigeonholed in um in terms of you know making these super popular beloved compact pedals it's showing that it doesn't matter even if you pigeonhole us positively don't pigeonhole us because we can't be pigeonholed you know we're we're creating these extremely extremely boutique like story driven uh vintage driven family business driven projects like the tone bender it's all about story and it's all about story of the past and the present and all of those things and we're making these super crazy concept car like amps almost a crazy innovation it doesn't matter whether you buy it or not it's about state but we're, we're making these pedals which are pro level versions of our pedals almost we're making these amps which are creating a new little amp sector or like expanding this amp sector that no one was really looking at to kind of drive the future not just respond to past and present needs really interesting really cool i would be interested to see what other people think about this about the tone bender specifically it's driving a lot of opinions but also about whether this is a pattern of of what boss are doing this isn't necessarily that different and crazy even though it's pretty different it's part of a pattern of boss doing different things to kind of drive a new understanding of the company and all of us and is it working are we kind of all thinking about boss a bit differently with what they've been doing in the last five to ten years interesting anyway enough blabbing about gear i want to just give you guys some music to go check out here um Today, I am suggesting that you go and check out uh, some new music from Zane Carney, the Zane Carney Quartet. Um, they've got a new record coming out. Zane Carney's got a new record coming out, uh, focused on a lot of like free improv and improvisation stuff. Really cool, really crazy energy. And like, yeah, the fact that a bunch of this stuff's improvised is is uh, crazy to me because it's crazy musicianship. Uh, so today, I'm suggesting you go and check out the track Brain Freeze from Zane Carney Quartet really cool stuff uh great energy like i say and really cool work on the guitar so go and check that out go and listen to a bunch of music that inspires you play a bunch of guitar and as always look after yourselves look after one another and i'll catch you again tomorrow